All right, well, welcome back to the iWealth Podcast. We're joined by Mr. Brad Connors here, the owner of iWealth. And today we're talking about uh, some of the big pitfalls, the mistakes, the things that it's like literally every week it seems like you're dealing with this on some version or another. Sure. What is all the time happening with all these different clients that you get to work with? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, tw- 25 years, there's all kinds of stuff. And I've got my own mistakes that I could talk about probably for a half hour. But I think kind of over and over again, um, this time it's different. The four most dangerous words in investing, okay. um, you know, especially just going through the 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 March and February downturn that we had in, in 2000 with COVID yep. um, back in 08 and 09. 2002, 2003, just, just the fact that this thing's going to fall and it's never going to stop falling. And and that's obviously not true. And we've, we're on the other side of that now. So I think, I think that the emotional side of investing where, where they get smarter than the market and they can time it, um, it just doesn't work. I've seen it over and over again over the last 25 years. So that's, that's one thing. Another thing would be not having a budget. I'll have people, Matt, they'll say, hey, can I retire? And they'll bring in all their investment statements and things. And they're like, here it is, a million bucks, can I retire? And I slide it aside and say, how much do you need? And we've talked about this before on this podcast because I have people living on 3000 a month and I've got people I can't live on ten. Your lifestyle is going to dictate how much money you need to have in those accounts, right? And yeah. so not having a budget or understanding where their money goes. I mean, money's just a tool. It's yep. not everything, but you have to use it as a tool. You have to understand where it's where it's leaking out the back door, where it's kind of hiding um, and, and leaving you, and you just don't have enough. So I think I think you know timing the market. I think budget, and then I would say probably the last thing that's really really big is is ensure the things that you can't replace. You know. People's houses, they have fire insurance in their house. Yep. The chances of their house burning down is next to nothing. I mean, yep. it just doesn't happen, you know, fortunately. But if all of a sudden they had to rebuild the $300,000 house, it'd be a catastrophe. And so what do we do? We buy insurance to take care of that. Yep. So now all of a sudden you have a spouse. Your spouse is making $100,000 a year, right? Replace. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> they make $100,000 a and year. And going, yeah, my spouse might be a, yeah. replaceable. That's funny. Yeah, because uh, when you think about it and people are like, well, how much is life insurance? And you can be overinsured too. I mean, we don't like paying. I don't like paying my insurance premium, but I know it's important for different insurances we have. But if somebody's making $100,000 a year, if you had a million dollars in an account and it earned you 10%, you'd get $100,000. Problem is, is I can't, I can't predict 10% rate of return on your investment. So we try to go with four or five. Yeah. Well, that means you need $2 million in an account to replace that spouse's income at a hundred grand. Yeah. Well, I'll have people walk in and they'll have $250,000 insurance and they think they're fine. Yeah. It's just you, you have to insure the things you can't can't replace. So we insure our cars. We don't want to write a check for fifty grand if something happens. Yep. Our houses, I think people's lives are important to insure. Yep. Um, umbrella insurances, you know, the, the, those type of things. So I think, you know, I'm rambling, but when we take a look at like what are the mistakes you see over and over again, people think they're smarter than the market sometimes. People think that um or people don't think about insuring. 
and then they're not managing their money correctly, meaning understanding where it's going yeah, and how much they an need. Yeah, having an actual written budget, yeah. not for, well, both for now and for what it's going to take in the future at retirement for a similar lifestyle. Yeah. That's and we'll help them get to that, even if they're in their 40s. If they can give me a number of where they think monthly they are today, you know, we can back in with inflation and some numbers and th- things like that. You know, another one when we talk about risk just popped into my head is long-term care insurance. I don't know if you've ever looked at it. It's kind of like when you have a baby yeah. and you're like, college is 20 years out. Maybe we should save for college. And then you look at the $250,000 you need and you're sticker shocked. Yeah. Go take a look at what long-term care is going to cost down the road. Sure. And they're great people and great workers. It's just really, really expensive. And so if you have some money saved for retirement, you probably need to insure yourself against a long-term care event as well, or at least look at it. It's not for everybody. So again, that's one of those things, you, your health, you know, you need to be able to make sure that you insure that too. Care. Mm-hmm. So, and again, anytime is probably an okay time to do the long-term care, but when as a rule of thumb, like is the bumper, the guide, I mean, if you're 40 years or 30 years old, when should you start to look at that long-term yeah. insurance? Yeah. It, there's not a pinpoint, but I would say it's middle forties. Some 40s. insurance carriers won't even write you under 45 years old. Oh. Um, so it, it kind of depends, but I always start to look at it middle forties and okay. into your fifties. Some people buy it in their sixties. I'm, I'm about five years <laughs> out and I'll be looking at long-term care yeah, insurance. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things that you just, you never want to use, but you definitely want to insure it potentially if it makes sense for you. So um, cause you insure the things that you can't replace. That's right. It's like really, that. really important. That's a really cool takeaway to yeah. us. So. You bet. All right. Uh, if you guys have questions about any of the big pitfalls or better yet, if you're in one of those pitfalls and, uh, want some really specific advice, either give Brad a quick call or leave it in the comments below and we'll, we'll make a podcast about it. You bet. Thanks, Matt.